Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh and Bonnie Chavda by Chavda Ministries International. Real love, real people, real power. Amen. The Lord, for us all who are believers, the Lord gave us a sign and a wonder a few weeks ago. With this major decision by the Supreme Court turning down all the oppressive effects of Roe v. Wade that we have been dealing with for 50 years. So we are in a sign, in a, in a time of signs and wonders. I believe the Lord took the initiative in this and suddenly turned things around. So for us as believers, the Lord would say, be encouraged. The Holy Spirit is on the way, and as I was delighted to see Dick and Cindy Leggett and the winds uh, this morning and Sherry, it reminded me of a time more than 45 years ago where the Holy Spirit came in a mighty, mighty wave and touched every denomination, and it is that season, that time, and for us to not get isolated. So I'm praying for those who are logging on, if you are within driving distance of All Nations Church, come. We will not allow the enemy to separate us, isolate us, and we are going to be the church of Jesus Christ in this land. And as we are filled with the Holy Spirit, that you are going to be a mighty influence. On the opposite side, there is powers of darkness that have gathered. There is a, the, some books, one book I remember of the Second World War, so The Gathering Storm. And it was a beautiful title. But there, was, there have been Signs that tell us the negative powers gathering, like the way they have propagated themselves in the public school systems where any parent who has the slightest doubt or who has any objection, they are often, we have seen this scenarios where they are, as much as they can, they will try to isolate them and arrest them. And so we are in a battle with powers of darkness, but that is, it reminds me of the early church and uh, that it says, I just wanted to, Acts chapter 2 says, they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled (laughs) with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. And so it is, in some ways, it reminds me of this. There is a thing that the spirits of darkness have done and then the Holy Spirit is coming to confirm His Word, His direction to each and every one of us to be encouraged. Turn to your neighbor say, be encouraged. Be encouraged. 
and so and help each other that this thing COVID disguised itself in many forms, but it was used to separate us and to weaken the believing church of Jesus Christ. And I want to tell you that we're going to be once again be filled with the Spirit. Amen. Say, I'll be filled. I will be filled. Turn to your neighbor and say, you will be filled. You will be filled. And uh, it's, it's in a couple of chapters after that in Acts chapter 2, then in Acts chapter 4 again, it says, after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. Sure. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God with boldness. <laughs> so they were filled. Say filled. Filled. And so the, the word of the Lord for us is, and it's apropos of the time we are living in. Yeah. And especially as us in this nation, in America, in about four months plus a week or two, we are going to go to elections. And you can see all kinds of shenanigans in the regular uh, media. Almost, there are, there are a few exceptions, but most of them are trying to, in a sense, the powers of darkness are trying to kidnap our children right. in the public school system. Yep. That it, they will even question basic <laughs> things that we have yeah. taken in every country for granted. That a man is a man. A boy is a boy. A girl is a girl. And <laughs> it's not to be questioned. And when the doctors slaps your hiney and says, it's a boy <laughs> or it's a girl. It that's, is. <laughs> uh, that's what it is. And God made them male and female. And so we are going to be guided by the Word of God. And we're going to be guided by the Spirit of God. And it's good, by the way, that we are able to meet together, that we meet on Sundays and compare notes and get the Holy Ghost, take communion, and plead the blood of Jesus over our children. And we continue to know, as a pastor, I'm going to say, don't be lazy. Mm. And make sure... Yeah. That we are covering our children and our grandchildren in prayer. And be aggressive. That's, no one can have my child. No power of darkness. My children, Amen. my grand, grandchildren Amen. are going to serve the risen Savior. And they're going to be patriotic. They're going to love the flag. They're going to love the United States of America. And believe me, as someone who has traveled so many other nations. I want to tell you that this is the greatest and freest nation in the world. Yeah. And yeah. don't doubt it. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. And don't let this, nah, maybe, maybe. There's certain things we're not going to debate. Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. It's not a point of debate. Yes. The Word, the Bible is the guidance for us. Yes. It's the Word of God. <laughs> A boy is a boy, a girl is a girl. It's a human being, and you're not going to kill that human being. Amen. And so certain things are, we are not going to doubt, and we're going to be filled and filled some more. And uh, I appreciate Ed Peters. Ed, wave your hand there. Thank you. And I would take some time, but right now we have a little bit of uh, 
construction and time, but he shared verse, uh, Psalm 37, which I thought was very appropriate that the Lord had been uh, impressing upon me. The, and the word says, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. And I will still tell you, when I see what's happening in our Washington, D.C. Yeah. and yeah. some of the weirdest people representing our military, different people saying this is the law, this is how we're going to run the system, public school system. It is fret not thyself because of evildoers. And so, and I do fret. And so I need the word of God. Yes. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass Amen. and wither as the green herb. Amen, so that Lord. is something we can agree on. Yes. I don't want to yes. sound like extreme, but they shall be cut down. Amen. Like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land. That's what Cindy kind of was sending, to sharing about part of our duty is to do all we can. As the months pass, we're going to be also, I want to say, that sometime after Labor Day, we're going to have some days of prayer and fasting where we're going to agree. Some of the people that have been elected are, I don't know how they got elected. Uh, they, I mean, it's a wonder. There are some of the craziest people, some of the most hateful people, some of the most, they, and I'm surprised that they would run in the United States of America. Some are haters of Israel and haters of the word of God. And we want to pray. I mean, um, I want to be loving everybody. But we want to make sure that the ones who get elected are for America, for the blessings of Abraham. And God gave blessings to Abraham. But I will tell you, I'm, I'm surprised how our we have been so blessed. Here it says, trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. And yet, our babies, people can go to yeah. the market, and they can barely find things to baby feed. Formula. The, the baby formula is hard to find. I'm, by the way, I'm expecting a grandbaby. I am too. Well, I don't know about you, but I had... No, I'm very, very proud. And, and he is a man-child. <laughs> well, we, we will welcome anyone, but yeah, this one will be a male-child. When uh, my first son was born, his name was Ben, and uh, uh, it was a man-child. I ran outside and said, He's a man-child. His name shall be Kunta Kente. And I said, Mahesh, get off the lawn. Come back in the house. Yeah, correct. <laughs>
But you're so right. And, 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 and again, from the watch, we just appreciate the grace that the Lord has given us uniquely as a praying church together because we get our direction from him and those fresh prophetic words that are so simple sometimes but so relevant. And throughout what, what Mr. Peters was saying on Friday when he brought this to us is that for this last two years in this seeming potential for intense fretfulness continually over the drift of things, the public drift of things in the nation, our concern for our children, for our foundations, concern for the church in general in, in this nation to be awakened, concern for our national destiny within the context of the globe. There's a lot of possibility for fretting, but he was saying that the Lord just kept bringing him back to this scripture uh, of Psalm 37, and repeatedly through here, the you know David is saying very clearly, the wicked seem to be getting their way. However, then the Lord says again and again in there, be patient, trust in the Lord, don't fret, rest in him, wait on him, keep your face just like Jesus set his, set his face like a flint towards Jerusalem, he says again and again in here that evildoers will be cut off and the righteous will be rewarded, that God will give us the desires of our hearts. And I, I love um, what it says towards the end. I have been young and now I'm old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaking or his descendants begging bread. And the intense uh, attempt of powers of darkness to create America as a beggar among the nations is completely outside of the will of God, and it's unacceptable for the sake of our children and a godly inheritance. So in uh, verse 39, he says, in the, in the sort of wrap-up, he says, salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble, and the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He will deliver them from the hand of the wicked because they trust in him. So be encouraged, don't fret, but trust in the Lord and continue, as he said in the beginning, dwell in the land, take ownership in every aspect of our lives where God has planted us personally, intimately, family-wise, church-wise, city, community-wise, philosophically, economically, dwell there. Put your roots down. Allow the Lord to make us fruitful together and cultivate that faithfulness with confidence. Uh, verse 5 says, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him. He will bring it to pass. Oh, so Look at your says, name. Oh, the verse before, delight thyself yes. also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. And as we see ourselves in context here right now, we are looking, I mean, and the European nation, it's kind of somewhat, it's tragically humorous. Humorously tragical. I don't know whether how, it, uh, how to enunciate it, but to see these wealthy nations used to be wealthy, yeah. consumed by these false philosophies of uh, exaggerated environmentalism, mm -hmm. where they're going for green energy. One of the examples, by the way, Sri Lanka, you may not know as much, but <laughs> my parents came from 
India and Kenya, of course. But uh, Sri Lanka used to be a very, right there at the bottom of the Indian subcontinent is this little island that used to be quite wealthy. It has a very prosperous economy, a prosperous agricultural society, and they decided to go the route of environmentalism and green energy and all of that stuff and not use fertilizer, all of that. And now they're in almost starvation mode. And the economy went down the toilet. And there are other nations lining up. And Germany is not far. Mm-hmm. Germany was used to be one of the wealthiest nations. But they have denied any kind of form. Of, they're going for green energy and wind and sun. And I want to tell you that some of this, even though we may like it, nah, I like we want to live in a clean society but, and not be poisoned, but that does not mean we deny the blessings God has put us right under our feet that if we take advantage of the oil reserves that right. we have here, we can not only warm ourselves, but provide warmth for the whole of Europe and not bad an eye. And yet these people have determined to deny all of these and have put every kind of obstacle in front of oil industry and all of the, the workers, the thousands unemployed, and they are okay with it. And we just want to be in prayer, as Cindy pointed out, that we, prayer is important, that in the next few weeks, realize, may the enemy be defeated. May the evildoers Amen, Lord. come to their faith, and yes. um, there is a time where we, as a corporate Christian community, have to make a judgment and say, evildoers, God will cut you off, and may they be defeated. We don't want to be negative, and yet we are going to be a defense to our children. Yeah. We're going to be a defense to all the blessings God has given us, and we want to be a blessing to Israel. Amen. Amen. Um, this may seem, uh, you know, a, a little unusual, but I think that it might be uh, an example. There is a young man. You have your hands on, and now you're sitting up. Yeah. In a tan t-shirt could you can I just um, impose on you for a moment would that be all right what's your name yeah you David. David your name is David do you mind standing up for a second David so at the Lord is present in your life um, And interestingly enough, for me, you may be a type this morning of what he is saying to each of us fresh in our lives. When we were in worship at the beginning of the service, I saw you in an old courtroom. And the judge, and there was a panel of lawyers, the judge suddenly called you to the bar 
And I had to go and look it up because I heard those words very specifically. And I found that there is a description, uh, a, a specific legal description of, of being called to the bar. And it, it basically says the bar is used as a collective noun for the barristers, that's the attorneys, but literally referred to the wooden barrier in old courtrooms. And I saw this in a clear vision over you, and which separated the often crowded public area at the rear from the space near the judges reserved for those having business with the court. And I saw you, David, called out of that public thing. I did not know that this was actually the meaning of it. And you were, you came out an unexpected to you and you came forward and you were standing at the bar and the, the, those in authority who were adjudicating the cases had unexpectedly called you to the bar. And as you stood there, I heard the Lord uh, speaking over you similar to what he said over um, Jeremiah. And uh, I believe that this is a type for all of us this morning, a kind of renewal in our calling. And um, Jeremiah was called before the bar of the Lord. And, and he said, oh, Lord God, I can't speak. I'm not qualified. I'm a youth. I don't have the experience. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the spiritual anointing, whatever it was. This is the word of the Lord. Do not say, I am unqualified, church. Do not say, David, do not say, I am unqualified. For our children, do not say, I'm too young. I'm a youth. I'm not called to this. We are called to this moment. For you shall go to all to whom I send you. You remember Isaiah? Here am I, Lord, send me in that encounter where suddenly he saw that though the king had utterly failed, he saw the king of glory with his train filling the robe of the temple. And Isaiah suddenly said, oh, my goodness, I am unqualified to be included in this dynamic mix right now. And the Lord came and he cleansed his mouth. And then he heard Isaiah heard heaven say, who are we going to send for us? And Isaiah volunteered. He said, you can send me. And the same scenario here with Jeremiah, and this is what the Lord is saying to us. You shall go to everyone I send you to, and whatever I give you, you will speak that. Don't be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. And the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth and said, I have put my words in your mouth, and I've set you today as a watchman over nations and kingdoms. So let's get on with it. And then Jeremiah goes on to have a vision. And so for you, David, and for us, Lord, we pray and receive that you would open our eyes afresh, that we might see and hear the word of the Lord. Jeremiah saw an almond tree. And he didn't know what it meant, but the Lord spoke to him and he said, that tree is the tree that buds first. And it's called the watchman tree because it produces fruit in a season before all the other trees. And it means 
It's a sign and symbol just like me, that I am watching over my word to perform it. And if you will say yes and come in league with me, I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know about right now. So David, for you today, we bless you and call you forth in the grace of God that is upon your life. And in a perhaps surprise moment, thank you for allowing me to stand you up today and make you a type of encouragement to all of us. But we want to raise our hands and open our hearts and say today, here am I, Lord, yes, I will go for you. Yes, I'm not trusting in myself. I'm trusting you by the Spirit to put your word in my mouth. Let the fire fall on my head. Let that tongues of fire, a manifestation of the Holy Spirit be on me afresh. I'm ready. I am ready and I am volunteering. And this, Christians, you, I, we have been given a unique spiritual gift of being awakened to the destiny of the human race through Jesus Christ. Not everyone around us has this gift yet. God forbid that we should waste this gift or misunderstand the mighty calling to which he has called us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Say, here am I. Send me. And then just put your hand in the direction of David and say, Lord, we bless him today. We thank you. You've named him appropriately, made him to be born in a right time and place. And we bless this young man and pray the spirit of the Lord come on him in grace and fulfillment of his call. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank Amen. you, saints. Pastor? Amen. And in a moment, we're going to be taking communion together. And what I want to really encourage us is they were filled with the Holy Spirit. God wants to give us revival, wants to fill us, but you have just this big a container. I want all of it. Say all of it. All of it. But we allow certain junk to come in. If we are offended, mm. we can easily take offense. Or someone makes us angry. Or someone betrays us. And we have to discipline ourselves as often as we can. That's why church attendance, that's why gathering together, that's why taking communion, that this is the time to get rid of junk that is collected in our hearts and uh, frustration. I want to forgive. And I want to flush out every negative thing that's in my heart. Any touch of unforgiveness. Any, and we, I will tell you, as Christians, we can be offended. And there is a, a lot of opportunity to be offended. There's a lot to fret about if we allow ourselves to. And I want to cleanse myself and yeah. every time we take communion there is a supernatural assistance for us 
the Holy Spirit uh, there is there to help you get rid of it. Ephesians 4.27 says, Do not give the devil a foothold. So these negative stuffs, do not give in to fear. For example, this whole last two years plus has been a time where there's been so much propaganda to make us fearful, the COVID thing, to be afraid of even yeah, of other touching Human other people. <laughs> and uh, then now, the one time it was COVID, as soon as it's kind of dying down, they've invented monkeypox. <laughs> and uh, then they go, I don't know what else they're going to invent, but they're going to invent different things to make us fearful being around other people. And we want to get rid of that. Yeah. By the way, the, the thing that they did in Sri Lanka, it's this whole thing of ESG, it's environmentalism and social policies. policies yeah. specifically, and governance. Yeah, specifically the whole term of equity, inclusion, diversity, which is, is a diversion from man, woman, <laughs> some of the basic foundations of a healthy human society. Um, but yeah, it, the ESG policies, which um, in America, they, they really gained a foothold in 2016. President Obama uh, was a, the principal gatekeeper of all of this stu stuff coming in. And um, only in the last month has our media began to actually recognize and talk about it and generally inform the public. But it is something that potentially could be a huge economic stronghold against regular people being able to do business in their own communities unless they tow a certain uh, cultural worldview that certainly is is not in line with what we as Christians hold. So the the ESG rating has some, is something that has taken hold in all the nations, and Sri Lanka's whole government system failed suddenly because uh, they had determined to change all of their economic and social restrictions, policies, and laws in order to comply with the ESG standards. They had a 98% rating and their country collapsed. There are two or three others that the same thing has happened and Germany is on the verge as well and it, you know, it was the richest. And they had an abundance yeah. of nuclear energy as well as other ways. I mean, they were really living in abundance and now yeah. they are on the roadway. They could if the winter is challenging. And we have enough reserves but we have chosen certain leaders that are putting horrible burdens on the oil industry and our employment. The, the tremendous amount of the recession is about to try to jump in on our economy. And so it is a time to come and watch and pray. It yeah. is time to fast. It is time to humble ourselves and seek the Lord. And he is going to hear us. Psalm 103 tells us, he forgives all your sins. Thank Say, he forgives you. me. He forgives. So you are forgiven. Say, I am forgiven. I am forgiven. Thank you, Jesus. Tell your neighbor, you are forgiven. You're forgiven. 
He heals all your diseases. He Say, he heals all my diseases. He heals all my diseases. That's the word of God. It's a promise. And we reject and put the canopy of the blood of Jesus over every household here. And those with listening to us, we plead the blood and reject every infirmity, every spirit of pestilence in Jesus' name. And then, verse 5 Thank says in Psalm 103, He fills your mouth <laughs> with good things. Tell your neighbor, He fills your mouth, mouth. With, good things. with good things. Good things. Good things. Good things. Good things. So, if we fill our yes, Lord. reservoirs with junk, yes. we are not put, giving enough room for the good things. I don't want 90% of my stuff to be filled with junk and then anger, offense, all of that worry put that's I want that through the blood of Jesus to be cleansed so Lord I, for, I forgive and forgive me where I need to be forgiven and I want to pray and then it gives you authority, more authority to stand in the gap for your children, your grandchildren for your neighbors for the children in the church, we come to you, cover you. And so I want to empty my bucket <laughs> of every negative stuff that I've allowed myself to have. And it says, the Bible tells us to not give room for offense. And I'm, I'm God today. May you be filled with good things. So God is filling me. God is filling me with good things. With good things. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. And I remember. I just want to today. The last one of the last times I want to honor someone who was with us uh, for many, many years, Sister Elena yes. Cruz. We dedicated our last book, the Cross, the Epicenter of Glory, to her. She, could, she lived 106 years old, and I visited her home. She invited me. Uh, I visited her when she was about 102, 103, I forget now. Um, and she fixed coffee, the best coffee I've ever had. She fixed it, and she was just so full of good humor and laughter and joy, the joy of the Lord. Is my strength. Say the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Is my strength. And that woman lived in joy and laughter. And uh, well, I just want to say uh, we honor her. She's waving at us from the heavenly glory. Uh, so, but she was so full of faith. And blessed are the pure in heart. Jesus said, though, they will see God. And may have my heart be filled with God's anointing God's Holy Spirit and that he, it says he gives us, he sends an angel, even today the Isaiah 61 says uh, that he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord to comfort all who mourn to give them beauty for ashes. Say he's giving me beauty He's giving me beauty for ashes. For ashes. Now, ashes meant grief and time of 
darkness, shadow. But instead, he's giving me the garment of praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. So that we may be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. That he may be glorified. So, so that he, say he. That he. Will be glorified. Yes, may be glorified. Hallelujah. Amen. We are going to take. Thank you, Jesus. Communion together. Uh, and uh, you all have this little secret con contraption. <laughs> have little bread and wine in it and if you have it find it stand up if you want thank you Lord. if you don't mind and uh, Michael you can help me bless the bread now bless the wine and then be ready to sow an offering to the Lord we'll have baskets up here that your tithes and offerings belong to the Lord uh, Lord, quicken Deuteronomy. Which one was it? Deuteronomy 26. Deuteronomy 26. Starting, yeah, starting at verse 5. And it's a, a beautiful um, insight into what happens when the people of God, the covenant people of God, bring an offering to the Lord. I think it's the only place in Scripture that God actually informs us of what is happening or what his his command or direction is for our participation as we give an offering. And um, he actually instructed Israel of what to say, a particular proclamation, a prayer to make when they would bring the first fruits of their land. Were you going to read says, it? Or yeah. You? yeah. And it shall be when you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance and you possess it and dwell in it, that you shall take some of the first of all the produce of the ground, which you shall bring from your land that the Lord your God is giving you, and put it in a basket. Go to the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. You shall go to the one who is priest in those days and say to him, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come to the country which the Lord swore to our fathers to give us. Then the priest shall take the basket out of your hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord your God. You shall answer and say before the Lord your God, My father was a Syrian about to perish, and he went down to Egypt, dwelt there few in number. There he became a nation, great, mighty, and populous. But the Egyptians mistreated us. Then we cried out to the Lord our God, and the Lord heard our voice, looked on our affliction, and our labor and our oppression. So yes. the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand, with an outstretched arm, with great terror and with great signs and wonders. He has brought us to this place, and given us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Now behold, I have brought the first fruits of the land which you, O Lord, have given me. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. So as we take communion, then we'll take an offering and thank the Lord and receive and get your mouth filled with good things. Say, my mouth, my mouth is being filled. It's being filled by the Lord. By the Lord. With good things. <laughs> with good things. Good things. Good things. Good things. Good things. And our We hope you enjoyed this message. To order more great resources by Mahesh and Bonnie Chavda, visit us at chavdaministries.org. 
For a full catalog of our products, you can call us at 1-800-730-6264. God bless you.